Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick. He's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello, and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. So today, uh, we got, you know... Some good stuff on the ballot. We're gonna. I'm gonna be breaking down the draft. Uh, let me uh, turn on my do not disturb real quick because you know, if somebody calls me, then that like ends the whole podcast, and I gotta redo everything. So today on the podcast, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers says he wants out of Green Bay. The NFL draft. Ah, oh, jeez. Some good picks. Some great picks. Some bad picks. Was Trey Lance a reach at three? Who knows. Tebow decides he wants to be he wants to play tight end now. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about Tim Tebow. Um and is, Zach Olson is the star of the draft. Uh tomorrow's podcast on Wednesday, I'm gonna be breaking down hotel management. Why Trevor Lawrence might be a bust. I ha- I have my facts, I got my stats, I did some research. We got that. I got everything covered. We might add something on top of that. Uh, I know I'm going to be talking about Alberto Del Rio because he's back in wrestling right now. Uh, but if something happens today, then I'll throw it on the podcast tomorrow. And on Thursday, we got the AEW review. I'm going to be on the... Uh, I'm planning on being on the Whoop and Shoot podcast on Thursday. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll give you an update tomorrow if that's still going to be on. Um, we got the Did They Live Up to the Hype with Bo Jackson. And also on Thursday, uh, me and Connor, well, me and Connor are going to kind of start doing uh, a thing on Sundays where we kind of book our fantasy wrestling. So we're going to get, I'm going to let you know the roster that me and Connor come up with at some point. And we're going to have the roster, the three ball wrestling roster, fantasy, obviously it's not going to be real, but we're going to, on Sundays, we're going to have our week by week booking and, you know, hopefully that gets me some exposure because I want to be in the creative wrestling business. Uh, So hopefully that gets me and Connor some exposure. I know uh, Connor, that's not what Connor wants to do, but, you know, I'm sure if he got it, if he could get a, you know, like a job somewhere helping me. Uh, that and he'd just be like part time. I could just text him and be like, "Hey, what you think of that?" I'm pretty sure he'd help me a little bit. So that's that's what's on the agenda for today, Wednesday and Thursday. Sunday, we gotta see what happens. But let's get right into it today. Tuesday's podcast. Um, Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. What do I think of this? Um, the Packers franchise in a whole, they can draft quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they can get quarterbacks. Let me. Let me restate that. They get quarterbacks, and they keep them for a pretty long time. Uh, Bart Starr played in the Green Bay organization for 16 years. Brett Favre played for 16 years. Now Aaron Rodgers has played 16 years in Green Bay. Um, Rodgers coming off one of his better seasons, just won MVP. Now he wants out, um, or he said he might retire. Um, I th- <laughs> And, of course, there's the, I'm going to retire unless, which, you know, which which is what Tim Tebow is doing, but we'll get to Tim Tebow in a, in a couple of minutes. But um, uh, I I think it's uh I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't think the Packers can trade him. I think you're gonna eat some cap there that you probably don't want to eat, and there's nothing that you can get in return for Aaron Rodgers that is as good as Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
I don't know if Jordan Love's ready. I'm not watching the Green Bay Packers every day. I'm not watching Jordan Love. I don't know if he's in the building every day. I don't know if he's putting in the grind every day. I'm sure he is, but I don't know that. We know Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He just won an MVP last season. What could you possibly get that could equal Aaron Rodgers? Nothing. Uh, I know there are a couple teams he'd be interested in going to. Denver's one. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders is one. Uh, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen here. I know Las Vegas, maybe you could do a Derek Carr swap or something. But the the hard thing is here, Green Bay is not looking for a quarterback in return. They have Jordan Love. I don't know if ne- necessarily Green Bay is looking for a quarterback in return. And that would be like kind of the big part of the deal that most deals would require if you're trading for, uh, trading a quarterback to a better team. Obviously, if the Falcons were going to trade Matt Ryan, they'd want a quarterback in return. If the Saints ever traded Drew Brees, they, want, they would want a quarterback in return. Um, this isn't the situation with Green Bay. Even... The last time, the Green Bay is kind of just reliving something here with the Brett Favre thing. They didn't need a quarterback. And what did they get for Brett Favre? Let's look that up real quick. Let me get that pulled up. Um, because I'm interested to see what they got for Brett Favre. Now, obviously, Brett Favre wasn't coming off an MVP season like um, uh, <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is. But let's see what they got for him. Um, Brett Favre was traded to the Jets. Um, the Packers got him for a fourth round draft pick. The picks didn't, the picks turned into a third round selection. Um, so really, they didn't get anything special for Brett. Um, but Brett was also kind of a headache. Okay, so he, here's the real trade. I'm sorry. The Jets trade a potential first-round pick, more likely a second-round pick, for a soon-to-be 39-year-old quarterback making $12 million. And so, the, yeah, that was kind of the deal there. Um, So it's basically a second-round pick, maybe first-round pick. Now, let me tell you what Brett Favre, uh, Brett Favre's stats looked like the year, the year before he got traded. I know they made the playoffs, so that's pretty good. Uh, his last year in Green Bay, they he took him to a thirteen and three record, sixty six point five completion percentage, four thousand one hundred fifty five yards, twenty eight touchdowns, and fifteen interceptions. So a pretty good year, Brett Favre standards. He didn't lead the league in interceptions, which he did the next year, which is not good. But uh, I don't know what you're gonna get for Aaron Rodgers. You're not looking for a quarterback here. And the last time they traded the star quarterback, got a second round pick out of it. That was a it could have been a first round pick, but it ended up not being a first round pick. So it's tough to see what you want to get. Aaron's an MVP. What what could you what what do we what do you want to get out of Aaron? Well, you need offensive linemen. I think I really don't know. Uh, they're kind of weird. They didn't resign their All Pro center. They took a DB in the first round. It's just it's getting weird for me. I don't know what they really need and i green bay's in a tough spot here tough tough spot and ultimately i think they'll end up trading them for you know a couple a couple of guys nothing nothing too big i don't think uh just because typically that's what they've gotten out of the past so now we're done with aaron Rodgers. 
Uh, let's let's look at the NFL draft. Uh, I'm going to go through the first round. Uh, Jacksonville obviously took Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence, good player. I think he's going to be second-best quarterback in the draft. Um, I trust my Chris Sims dude, so you know, hey, I'm going I'm to I'm think Zach Wilson's the best quarterback in the draft. Obviously, Trevor played in a great system in there at Clemson. Great head coach at Dabo Sweeney. Not X's and O's wise, Dabo Sweeney, but great motivational guy. He's moving to Jacksonville. Um, and we'll get the Jacksonville second pick, which I really didn't like, and Ryan Leaf also didn't like it, but, you know, that's just me and my boy Ryan Leaf. So New York took the best quarterback in the draft, in my opinion, at Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson at number two. Um, he was the first person to be at the draft, technically, because he's the first person picked, and he goes and hugs the commissioner, blah, blah, blah. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. Great prospect. I think he's the franchise quarterback in New York. Now, obviously, three years from now, you can rewind the film and you'd be like, this dude was an idiot. He was wrong. Him and Chris Sims should never do a podcast, ever. Uh, San Francisco took Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is a reach. I'll talk about that when we get to it, When after we get done uh, with, the, with all this draft stuff and I'll do my winners and losers of the draft. But I think I think Trey Lance was a reach. Well, actually, no, I can talk about it now. Trey Lance was a reach. Now, here's why. I think he will be the... F- I don't think he's a top three quarterback in this draft class. And obviously, he was drafted top three. Does he have top three potential? But what does potential really get you in the NFL? Potential gets you drafted, but you need to execute on that potential. Now, I don't... I think... Uh, every There's got to be a Josh Rosen of the draft class. And that's kind of... It's kind of the thing. There's got to be a Josh Rosen. I think Trey Lance is the Josh Rosen. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get injured at some point in going into next year because he always gets injured. You just don't want him to. You just don't want it to be a serious injury. I think he gets forced in. He makes a lot of mistakes. You're going to be looking at it like, well, you just wasted three first round picks because you traded up for him. And you gave up two first-round picks. He's not going to be ready to go for at least two years, two or three years. You just wasted three first-round picks. He's not playing this year. He's not playing next year. And you might not play the year after that. You wasted three first-round picks on a guy who's a project player at best, and you picked him in the top three. Right now, Trey Lance is a project player, and you could have stuck at 12 and got him because Justin Fields went 11. I don't think anybody but the San Francisco 49ers had Trey Lance above Justin Fields, or even Mac Jones in that case. Mac Jones goes 15. So that's just my opinion on that. The Atlanta Falcons took Kyle Pitts. Um, The best... I don't really know if Kyle Pitts never had a thousand yard season at Florida. That's obviously last year. The season was shortened, so I he definitely would have gotten over a thousand yards last year, and he was sat out because of some injuries. But Kyle Pitts, um, he's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver. I don't didn't watch the kid. I never saw him block in a game, so I don't know. I think he's a wide receiver that you're gonna try to play at tight end. And I don't think it's gonna work. But ultimately, wide receiver in Atlanta, I think. Uh, Atlanta shipping out Julio anyway, uh, because you know he's on the trade block. They're listening to offers, so I think he just is the Julio replacement. That's my effect on Kyle Pitts. Uh, Cincinnati took Jamar Chase at five. Jamar Chase who sat out last season because he opted out because of COVID, which many players did. But was that a smart decision? I guess it was. He's still picked in the top five. Uh, terrible choice by Cincinnati, in my opinion. You had a quarterback last year who was running for his life all season until he got injured. You needed an offensive line. 
And, and there was some great offensive linemen here at five. And that, that fell all the way down to the middle of the draft, basically. You had some great... Now, Jamar Chase is a great player, don't get me wrong. He, he and Joe Burrow had the miracle season at LSU. But I don't think this was a great pick. I think you needed O-line. And Ryan Leaf even said this because uh, he was breaking down his top five worst picks. And most of them were wide receivers and running backs because with, with teams that needed offensive linemen. Um... I think you had the best offensive lineman in the draft. You should have taken him at five. And you can you can trade up for another wide receiver. Wide receivers and running backs can be drafted in the second, third, fourth round. And that's just the history of the NFL. You have some of the best wide receivers who have gone in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. So I don't th- I think this was a bad pick by the Bengals, but Jamar Chase is a great player. They give if they somehow get Joe Burrow time in the pocket and he was able to connect with Jamar Chase, then it's a great pick. But until he gets the offensive line help, I, this isn't gonna be a great pick in my opinion. <coughs> the Miami Dolphins take Jalen Waddle at six. Um, personally, I like Devonte Smith ahead of him, but you know, solid pick. I also think you know. Tua, you know, Tua has a history of being injured. I also think you could have gone offensive line here. But, you know, Brian, Brian Flores is a defensive guy, you know, and they need to score points in this division with uh, Buffalo, New York, and New England. You're going to have to score points here. You can't win off a of defense in that division, unfortunately. But you never know. I think Jalen Wall is a good receiver. Uh, you know, he played injured in the national championship game, had a put, uh, very clutch catch on the Brown third and four, got around 15 on that, and that was probably the only catch he had of the game, but he showed willingness to play injured. He has heart, he has toughness, and he he performed amazing, came back from the injury as well. And so, yeah, uh, uh, Miami, a good wide receiver, but I also think you need the offensive line help. Detroit, with both wide receivers off the board, that I think they wanted to take. I think they were like, well, we just trade for Jared Goff. I think we need... They either needed uh, to get Jared Goff a weapon or some offensive line help. Both of their choices, I'm guessing, went off the board. And they had they probably had uh, Chase, Waddle, Smith. I think they didn't really want Smith. They didn't want to take Smith at seven. So they decide, hey, let's take the offensive line. Uh, Penny Sewell, I'm pretty sure... I'm going to guess it went Jamar, Sewell... Waddle, and that was going to be their board, so I'm pretty sure they were taking Sewell anyway, even if Waddle didn't go off the board. So Detroit, I like the pick, get Jared Goff some help. Yeah, I like it. Uh, The Carolina Panthers uh, selected J.C. Horn, Um, good defensive back from South Carolina. His dad played in the league. I like him. Uh, Obviously, his dad wasn't a defensive back. He was a wide receiver. I think he's the second-best cornerback in the draft class, but, you know, he's a good defensive back. Don't get me wrong. Um... You have Sam Donald. Sam Donald doesn't have any help in Carolina, I don't think. So this is going to be a tough situation. And we'll see what happens with Carolina. Um, the, Bron- the, the Denver Broncos selected Patrick Sertan II. The uh, they got the best defensive back in the draft class, in my opinion, in most people's opinion, um, from Alabama. Great defensive back. And uh, you got a defensive coach over there, I do believe, in Denver. I think this is going to work out fine. A... You definitely know you're going Drew Locke another year because he was with picking the mind of Peyton Manning the whole offseason. The Philadelphia Eagles, they they trade up from 12. They get Devontae Smith. Um, great pick. I love it. I I love it and I hate it at the same time. So he, he, here's, I love Devontae Smith. I 
really like him. Heisman Trophy winner. Great wide receiver. And my problem is not that he's skinny or anything like that. You took a wide receiver in the first round last year in Jalen Rager. You took a wide receiver last year in the second round, or third round, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. You're going to have multiple young wide receivers who really aren't getting any playing time here. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside hasn't seen the field in three years, basically. I mean, at some point, you got your young talent, and they need to play. Delonte's going to play. Rager was injured most of last year. So we're going to have to see what happens in Philadelphia. Howie Roseman... I was really thinking that this guy was trading up to take a quarterback because he's Howie Roseman, but thankfully he took a wide receiver. Uh, I thought he could have taken the offensive line because they had one of the worst offensive lines, but, you know, most of the offensive line was injured, so I think he's hoping, hey, let's hope they stay healthy this year. Let's take a wide receiver that can uh, be an explosive field er, playmaker. At 11, the Chicago, the Chicago Bears trade up and take Justin Fields. Um, Chicago hasn't had a good quarterback since Jay Cutler, who's actually somehow their best franchise quarterback of all time. Uh, here's the thing, though. you got to give him some help. You you traded up for Mitchell Trubisky, and you didn't give him help. You're going to have to give Justin some help here. Andy Dalton's the week one starter. But you're going to have to give Justin some help when he is the starter. You can't just... Hope that he plays amazing with no help. Give him some help. I think he'll be a, fi- a pretty good NFL quarterback. Not amazing, not great, but I think he'll be pretty good. Um, there's some things he has to work out. Uh, obviously, coming from the Ohio State offense, you don't know if he can exactly... Uh, well, I'm just going to call it the Urban Meyer offense. Only one Urban Meyer quarterback has ever been successful. That's Alex Smith. You don't know if they can make more than one read on the field. That's just the way it is. Most of the highlights they show from Fields, it's a one-read look, and he's throwing. Uh, so we're going to have to see what happens with that. Uh, so, yeah. At 12, the Dallas Cowboys took Micah Parsons, the best defensive player in the, the, best defensive player in the draft for most people. I like the kid uh, from Penn State. Opted out of last season's. Uh, if he would have played, been a top-five pick. I like, I like him. And with the Dan Quinn defense, you're going to need a linebacker like Micah Parsons. So they kind of fill up the defensive slot here. They filled up the defense the whole draft. Great pick. I loved it. Um, and you were able to trade down to get him, which makes it even better. So, yeah, you were able to trade down from 10 because Sertan wasn't there. You were to trade down, get Micah Parsons, who I who most people thought was the best defensive player in the draft. The Los Angeles Chargers, they take Rayshon Slater Jr., the offensive tackle from Northwestern. Great pick. They sat here. They waited. They waited. They waited. And boom, easiest pick in the draft besides Trevor Lawrence to the Jags. Easiest pick. Boom, like that. It was a no-brainer for Los Angeles, basically. You just sat there, and he fell to you, and you took him. Great pick by Los Angeles here. Um, didn't The New York Jets trade up to take Elijah Vera Tucker. Great pick here. You need to give Zach Wilson some time in the pocket. You trade up to get an offensive lineman from USC. I love the pick. And this is really what Joe Douglas... Joe Douglas believes in uh, Zach Wilson, and he really loves the kid. He loves him as much as me and Chris Sims love the kid. So he's he decides we're going all in on him. We're going to draft running backs. We're drafting offensive linemen. We're drafting wide receivers. We're going we're gonna to hope... We're going to put everything on the field to make this kid a success, and that's what he did here at 14. Love the pick. Uh, the New England Patriots. Most Some people thought they were taking Justin Fields. Some people thought they weren't going to get a quarterback at 15. They sit at 15, and they get Mac Jones, who, great college quarterback. He kind of fits the 
classic Patriot system. We don't know how much longer we're rolling with Cam because everybody knows I'm secretly a Patriots fan undercover since Tom Brady left. And yeah, we're rolling here with Mac Jones at 15. Uh, I don't think he's going to play right away. I think Cam Newton's the week one starter. Uh, only one rookie quarterback has started under Bill Belichick, and that was Jacoby Brissett. And that was only because Brady was suspended and Jimmy G got hurt, so they had to throw him in. They win They win both games under him, I do believe. So I do think, you know, they're going to have uh, Mac Jones sit for most of this year. Maybe he's the starter when when Tampa comes to Foxborough. But good pick here. Arizona takes Zavin Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. Um, I don't know much about the kid. Didn't really watch any Tulsa games. I don't think many people watch Tulsa games unless you're a big Tulsa fan. Um, so, yeah. Uh, which is weird because I'm actually in I, at college football. I lived in Oklahoma. Tulsa was kind of the team we rooted for. Really didn't watch the games. Um, from what I, I saw, one game, I saw one Tulsa game against Oklahoma State, I think. I It was a good game. I really don't know much, much about the kid. But that's a pretty good linebacker core now here that you got in Arizona with Isaiah Simmons and now Zayvon Collins uh, from Tulsa. The Las Vegas Raiders, the biggest reachers of the draft, they take an offensive lineman, Alex Leatherwood. Good player, but he would have been there in the second round. They reach, they take him again. As I said multiple times, Mike Mayock is the worst general manager in football. Some of the trades he has made backfired completely. He reaches in the drafts, taking Cleveland Farrell at four, which I don't really blame him that much for because he tried to trade back. Ultimately, he couldn't find a, couldn't find anybody that wanted to trade back with him. But still, you took him at four. You could have taken anybody else at four, and we, people would have been happy. But whatever. They reach again. They take an offensive lineman. They need offensive linemen, but I think you could have got him later in the draft. That's just my opinion, though. Um, the Miami Dolphins take uh, at 18, take Jalen Phillips, edge rusher from Miami. Um, one thing about this draft, which my, uh, which my stepdad, John, said, and he was a defensive end, edge rusher type guy, there, were, there was no great edge rusher in this draft class. All, a lot of them are projects. And so 18, Miami's taking defense. It's going to be a project. You got to coach these guys up. It's Mel Kuyper and Luis Reddick and all of all those guys said, they're like, you got to coach them up. Uh, I think you got to teach. Most defensive linemen don't know many pass rush moves anyway in the NFL today. So we'll see what happens. I, I like to pick good, good player. Um, the Washington football team select Jamin Davis, linebacker from Kentucky. Um, good linebacker. I watched him play in the bowl game against NC State. I do believe if he was in the bowl game, I watched him play. Um, good linebacker. I like to pick. Uh, the New York Giants select Kadarius Tony or Tooney, however you want to say his name, from Florida. Don't like the pick. You went all in on wide receivers and free agency. You got wide receivers and free agency. You didn't need Tony or Tooney at 20. You should. You could have taken edge rush, DBs, offensive linemen. You could have gone anywhere there, but instead you take wide receiver. Probably the one position you didn't need. Daniel Jones, I guess he gets another target now. But Daniel Jones leads has led the NFL in turnovers the past two years. I think you need, and a lot of it comes from fumbles. I think you need the offensive line help here. But, you know, I, I, Gettleman's philosophy is we're going to take the best player available. And I maybe he's the best player available on your board. I, these are the same people who had 
Daniel Jones in front of Dwayne Haskins. Now, obviously, right now, it looks like Daniel Jones is the better player than Dwayne Haskins, but that's only because the Washington football team is the worst organization in the NFL, right behind the Saints. And they decided to not listen to anything Urban Meyer said, who coached the guy in college and was there every day with him. They decided to not listen to anything Urban Meyer said about the kid. And they threw him in a, they threw him in the fire with Jay Gruden, who didn't want the guy. And then you're going to do Ron Rivera, who also doesn't want the kid. That was an awful decision, but whatever. I still think Dwayne Haskins has something left in the tank. And I think w- sitting under Big Ben in Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh's got their franchise quarterback right behind Big Ben. That's just me, though. Um, the Indianapolis Colts take Quiddy Payne, Dean from Michigan. Great pick for Indianapolis. They're going defense. Uh, you know, they're in the AFC, which you're gonna have to face the you're gonna have to face the Ravens. You're gonna have to face the Chiefs. You gotta you gotta get a good defensive team out there. So I like to pick the Titans. Slip uh, Caleb Farley Farley from Virginia Tech. DB good pick. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, I don't really know much. I th- they lose Malcolm Butler, so maybe he maybe he's the fix. At, uh, DB. No, I'm not saying Mal- Malcolm Butler was amazing, but you know you need a third DB in the uh, rotation. The Vikings take an offensive tackle, Christian Derisov from Virginia Tech. Good pick. I think this is who the Giants should have taken. But, you know, the Vikings love to protect quarterbacks, whether it's Kirk Cousins or Kellen Mond maybe in the next couple years. Good pick here. At least I do think Kellen Mond went to the Vikings. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe Kellen Mond went to the Vikings. Um, The Pittsburgh Steelers, they take Najee Harris. They had the worst running, the worst rushing attack in the NFL last year. Some of that can be credited to the offensive line, but you know it's okay. Um, Najee loved the draft story. He had uh, he had it in a homeless shelter. I loved the draft story. I like Najee a lot. I think he's gonna be a good back for Pittsburgh. Um, now is he gonna have somebody to run behind? They lose James Conner, uh, who's who was the halfback last year. Good pick by Pittsburgh. Uh, Jacksonville selects Travis Etienne. Why would they do this? Running back was a solid position for Jacksonville last year, and Urban Meyer's going to take a running back in the first round. Uh, he's really going all in on Trevor here. This is the Urban Meyer type of thinking. He's never been an NFL coach. This is the college football way of thinking. You're going to carry three. He thinks he can carry five running backs on the roster. That's not going to work. You can't have Travis Etienne. He said he thinks he's a good third down guy. You don't take a good third down guy in the first round as a running back. Maybe you take a good third down guy edge rusher in the first round if you're really reaching here like the Raiders do. But why would you take a third down running back in the first round? That's just me. Um, and even Jacksonville, Jacksonville's picks didn't help the team. Was quarterback really the problem for Jacksonville last year? Minshew, when he played, was pretty decent. Running back was the best position they had on the field. Neither of these picks helped Jacksonville that much. At least with the Jets picks, a quarterback a quarterback was the problem last year. A quarterback was the main problem for them last year. They fixed the quarterback problem. Offensive line, they need that. They trade up for an offensive line. They at least helped some of their problems. Jacksonville didn't help any of their problems. When they decided to uh, throw in the towel and tank with Mike Glennon, Mike Glennon ended up you know, almost winning a couple games quarterback isn't the problem in Jacksonville and running back definitely wasn't the problem in Jacksonville they just took two first round guys then they went the best player available reach they took the Dave Gettleman type way uh so yeah whatever the Browns take Greg Newsom cornerback from Northwestern uh good pick here I 
I didn't watch many Northwestern games. I know they, you know, played good against Chester Fields. They kind of shut that down. Good pick here by Cleveland. I like it. Uh, the Baltimore Tav- the Baltimore Ravens take Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for Minnesota. You get a guy who plays in the cold already. You keep him in the cold. I like the pick. You didn't really have wide receivers because no wide receiver wants to come play in Baltimore, apparently, besides Sammy Watkins, who's played like three seasons and has 1,000 yards in three seasons. Good pick here. You need the wide receiver. Um, my New Orleans Saints take Peyton Turner, defensive end from Houston. He is injury prone already. He was injury prone at Houston. I do believe we should have traded back and went with the Carlos Basham and McNeil route. Two pretty solid. You got Basham at the end, McNeil defensive tackle. Both pretty solid guys. We take Peyton Turner, who I have no doubt is a good player, but I don't think we should take him at 28. That's just me, though. At 29, the Green Bay Packers took Eric Stokes out of Georgia. Uh, the three star wall, the three star, I do believe from Georgia, who only was taken in the first round because of his forty time. He was the second best DB at Georgia behind Tyson Campbell, who went in the third round, and Richard LeCount, who was a five star coming out of high school, went in the fifth round. He, was he the best defensive back at Georgia? No, he was maybe the second, third best. Whatever, uh, you know, oof, man. Or no, Tyson Campbell went in the second round, I think. Yeah, Tyson Campbell went in the second. I'm sorry. Um, the Buffalo Bills take Greg Rousseau, defensive end from Miami. Uh, they're filling up the defensive line. They took Ed Oliver a couple of years ago. They're kind of filling that up. Good pick. The Ravens again at 31. Jason Owa, edge rusher from Penn State. Good pick. Tampa Bay selects Joe Tyron, edge rusher. You know, they're just adding on to that great defense they have. So, yeah. Um, so, now, let's go into my winners and losers of the draft. The winners of the draft are the New York Jets. They 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 upgraded in two of the problems they had in quarterback and offensive line. They got both of them. Good. Uh, this is, and I'm just looking at the first round here. I could care less about your second, third, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round picks. Even though some of those guys will turn out to be great players. I'm looking at your first round because your first round is supposed to be the best player that you got. Or players that you got. Loser of the draft, San Francisco. They took a project at three who won't play for three years. You wasted three first round picks. You could have had Kyle Pitts in a system with George Kittle. Debo Sam, you could have played him at tight end, wide receiver, wherever you wanted. Or heck, you could have traded down. But nobody wanted to trade down with you. Or if you really love Trey Lance that much, you should have sat at 12 and taken the kid yourself at 12. You shouldn't have traded up at 3 to take him because nobody besides you had him at 3. That's just my thing, though. So winner of the draft, the New York Jets. Loser of the draft, the San Francisco 49ers. If you really want to look in-depth, though, the real winner of the draft is Dan Quinn in Dallas because they spent 8 of their 11 picks on defense. So Dan Quinn was the real winner of the draft here with the, with them taking defense the whole time. Um. So yeah, I Trey Lance was definitely a reach in my opinion. So may, hopefully he proves me wrong. I do like the kid's story coming out of a small 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 school. Hopefully he proves me wrong here. So yeah. Uh, Tim Tebow, speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars with all their problems, Urban Meyer said, hey, I know how to fix a problem. Let's bring Tim Tebow in to play tight end. So Tim Tebow called God tryout for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you ever want an example of <coughs> privilege, just look at Tim Tebow. Um, 
he has not played football in like four or five years. Um, he was not a successful NFL quarterback at throwing the football. Um, he, they, he was offered to play tight end in his prime, and he said no. He said, I'm a quarterback. Well, the NFL said you're not. Um, he got multiple tryouts from different teams. Uh, the Patriots, they wanted him to drop back, and he would not drop back and throw, so they cut him. Uh, the Chip Kelly offense in Philly. Chip Kelly said he's not good enough to be our three. They brought in Thad Lewis. I don't know what to tell you. He wasn't a successful NFL quarterback. So then, after that, he goes and tries, tries to play minor league baseball. Well, you know, he does play minor league baseball. Guy who hadn't played it in 13 years. If, if you want to look at it, him and Michael Jordan both have privilege. You know, they make the call. They're like, hey, we want to play baseball now. Okay, cool. Tebow's career career average is in the 220s. Wasn't a very successful minor league player. Got to AAA. Didn't get to the majors. It's okay. Good career. Didn't work out. Go back to SEC football. Watch SEC football. Analyze the game. You're good at that. No, 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 no. Tim Tebow loves the spotlight here. So he decides, I want to go play tight end. Now you want to go play tight end. Age 34, basically. When If he makes the team, he'll be 34. You want to play tight end now all of a sudden. Why didn't you play tight end seven years ago when you had the chance? Oh, because you thought you were a quarterback. Okay. Sure. Okay, Tim. You do you. Um, Many people, and there was a, not many people, I'm not going to say that. Guy equipment manager worked for the Broncos, called him the most selfish Christian ever. Um, the def- If you looked at Elway's book, uh, the Chris Harris even said that he picked off Tebow so many times that they told him to stop picking him off. They said in New York it would take an absolute shit storm from Mark Sanchez for Tim Tebow to start, and Tim Tebow never started. In fact, week 16, Greg McElroy started over Tim Tebow. I don't know what to tell you. He wouldn't run the Wildcat in Jacksonville. Everybody calls him a team player, but it doesn't look like he is. He wouldn't run the Wildcat in Jacksonville. He wouldn't play tight end. Or, sorry. He wouldn't run the Wildcat in New York. He wouldn't play tight end in New York. He didn't want to play special teams in New York. I don't know what to tell you. The kid doesn't look like a team player to me. Doesn't sound like a team player to me. But, you know, it's okay. Now, let's get to the end. Obviously, I said the New York Jets are the winners of the draft. But Zach Wilson is really the big star of the draft here, in my opinion. Now, in five to five years, this is probably going to back this might backfire on me. But I do believe Zach Wilson is the best quarterback in the draft. And even in tomorrow's episode, I'm going to tell you why Trevor Lawrence isn't as can't miss as people make him out to be. I think Trevor Lawrence can be a can't. Uh, he can be a can miss. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what we we'll see. If you're excited about tomorrow's episode as I am, then you'll love the episode with the Trevor Lawrence stuff. Um, also hotel management that we're I'm reviewing that album. But anyways, I think Zach Wilson is the star of the draft. He went around and he sat the president high fiving the fans, um, you know, hugging the commissioner. He was happy to be there. Um <laughs> I can't remember who said it, but somebody said, It's good to be Zach Wilson. Uh so yeah, as I'm gonna say, it's good to be Zach Wilson, New York legend now. 
All he has to do is win in some games like Mark Sanchez did. He's talked to some New York quarterbacks with Mark Sanchez, Chad Pennington, those type of guys who had some success in New York. Pennington was really good before his injuries started kicking in. I love me some Chad Pennington, too. Part of that Brady Six. But, along with Giovanni Carmazzi. Um, but, I think Zach Wilson's the star of the draft. I think if you look back in 10 years, Zach Wilson be, will be the best quarterback in this draft. I'm not going to say best player. Obviously, you got some guys who might, who might, you know, fall out of nowhere and be great. Like Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts might be amazing in Atlanta. I don't know. Um, but I do think Zach Wilson will be the best quarterback in the draft class. And I'm not going to be like Mel Kuyper and say, you can turn this on in five years. And if Jimmy Clausen's not a success, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to say that. Which Mel Kuyper actually hasn't quit. And Jimmy Clausen's been out of the league since 2016. But that's not the point. Um, so yeah, give me Mel Kuyper's job, and I'll put, I'll do my, uh, mock drafts, and I will complain about every pick. So, Zach Wilson, big star of the draft. I hope you're excited for tomorrow's episode. We got hotel management, uh, breakdown, uh, why Lawrence could be a bust, Alberto Del Rio's back in wrestling all of a sudden, and so yeah, and if anything else pops up on, well, after I recorded this, it'll be, also be on Wednesday's episode. Remember on Thursday, we got the AEW review. Did they live up to the hype with Bo Jackson? Also, the Three Ball Podcast Fantasy fantasy uh, Wrestling Roster. We're going to be doing that. And on Sunday, we're going to have our first episode of booking. Uh, along. So, get ready for that. Or I don't know if it'll be this Sunday. It might be this Sunday or next Sunday. Depending on how fast I can write this stuff, uh, that's when it's going to be coming out. But hopefully it can be a weekly thing, just like how real wrestling shows are a weekly thing. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening to the Real Podcast. Stay safe. Peace out.